0: The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who have an ongoing business interest in Russia, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but please stop the podcast and walk away. For everyone else, listener discretion is advised. Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sarah Kane And I'm Lansing Mike. And it's April. How the heck did that It's spring. That it's
1: warming up finally. We spring has sprung. I'm seeing crocuses out, so it's like, yay. That's And all the harbingers of spring for me. Well, I saw them months ago, actually. Because I have this weird system, and I usually jot down my date book about, I have like six harbingers that mean springs around. Okay. Length, and uh, robins time okay. robin of the season uh geese information returning mhm um, thunderstorm mm-hmm. frog song i heard that last night it was um, rather pleasant mm, let's see dandelions and shirtless joggers the shirtless jogger was seen in february so that was early yeah uh, well robin. we did, we did have that thaw back in february for about a week and uh so yeah, so once I've seen all six of those, it is officially spring, spring, even though it could actually be much later, but
0: I'm like, that's how I go. Um, the last one I need to see this year is the dandelion. Once I see a dandelion in yeah, blue, I, uh, I haven't seen any dandelions myself, and usually the brown field uh, across the street mm-hmm. t- tends to be riotous with them, because, well, nobody mows that. Uh, not really, anyway. Um, so yeah, so yeah. spring hasn't hit home for me yet but any day now as as soon as the first dandelion pops up it's spring. yeah we actually um have geese and ducks at the office i have we have a pair of geese by our uh lab we
1: where i work we have this nice kind of drainage pond behind us and uh there's a pair of geese that uh use it for um well build their nest there and right now they are and but then they see the reflections in the windows so they spend all night hanging out by our building crapping on the you know sidewalk because they see the reflections and like oh it's another goose and they just kind of glare at it and just <laughs> shit all night long i'm like oh the geese are back i could tell this morning <laughs> yeah and then i saw them i i don't know if they're mating you know they're doing kind of a squawking at each other and Head bobs, I'm like, oh, they're you know, it's like, wait, aren't you made it for
0: life? Do you have to renew your vows when you're a geese? I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know that much about geese. I do know that at the office the pair of mallards mm-hmm. will come up and eat uh sunflower seeds right out of your hand. Oh. The geese are mean motherfuckers, little break your arm if you let them. Well,
1: and do you, so are they both nesting and having raising families near your or I, I have to assume? Because what we witnessed a few years ago, we saw a family of ducks and then we someone reported they saw the geese attacking and murdering the the
0: baby ducks to like, nope, this is our territory, stay away. No, they mm-hmm. they seem they seem to be friendly to each other. Okay. And I mean, it's a very small pond. I I was surprised when I first saw okay. that... Because uh, now we just only see the geese. There are never any ducks that
1: hang out. Yeah, so and um, the, I think there's also a few turtles in yeah, the pond there as well. there are massive amounts of snapping turtles in that pond because we've seen a couple hatchings that have just spread out over our parking lot, and <laughs> we're like, oh... Well, Collect them all in a bucket and throw them in the pond. So, so, I'm, I'm, you know, it's not the safest pond to raise a family in. But
0: well, the geese are jerks,
1: so yeah, hey, I don't mind if your children get eaten out from underneath you.
0: Yeah, I, I, had actually suggested adding koi to the pond for, for you know, color, and mm-hmm. they said, well, a, it is shallow enough that it freezes solid to the bottom oh. in a cold winter, and b, the turtles and the ducks would eat the koi, so that. That shoots that idea. Um, actually, I hang on because I forgot a piece of paper. Okay. The
1: <laughs> intern.
0: Okay, and I'm back, uh, so to speak. So last night, um, I went down to the Hayloft Saloon in Detroit. Okay. Um, the original plan was that I would meet a buddy there we would have a couple of beers and then go back to his place for hmm. shenanigans for shenanigans um, and yeah shortly after I got there he posted on to Facebook that he was puking oh. so that shoots that but I did get to I did get some literature for Creek Ridge oh. campground um, Michigan's First private all-male membership-only campground 21 and up. So, basically, it's a bathhouse in the woods. <laughs>
1: yeah. um,
0: it's Camp It a few decades ago. Yes. Um, See, I,
1: that's interesting, because I don't know if Camp It started out as gay exclusively, or, if, I mean, I know they're open to men and women, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that was the nature of it at the beginning, because I think it was pretty much mostly, if not all, men in the early days days of Camp It. So they're saying, that you know, that they're the first it's like I don't know but camp it might not have declared their male only and just you know that was just the way it was right so, cuz yeah. also in that time yeah it's like of course it was male only but you just didn't say that because it was like well you know yeah so um yeah,
0: it it's rather rustic camping
1: mm-hmm. um cuz this is the first yeah. year i think it just opens this month i
0: think yes um i know some people it, checked it out last year yeah it it, it said it was founded June of 2016, so they might have done something last season. But this is the first season where they're yeah. really um, getting going. And I think it's April 24th uh, is the official open mm-hmm. of the season. And then I think, uh, yeah, Easter weekend then is the site cleanup. Oh. Um, so, yeah, they've got um, tent and RV, slips, lots, uh, electric service, uh I think they're putting in a pool, yes, which I have heard will be ready May ish, somewhere in May. Yep, um, they they did say that they were working on that, and they were saying May. Uh, so there was a representative the of it. Yes, yes, oh, cool. there, yeah, there so was definitely a marketing. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are marketing. uh um, do have all oh, a nice little pamphlet. Sweet. Yes, and inside the pamphlet it talks about uh, the theme. theme weekends that mm-hmm. they have. Not every weekend is blocked out with a theme weekend. Um, so I don't know. Might we might be able to. Uh, an unofficial mm-hmm. puppy weekend there. Well, yeah, fun. I mean, similar to, yeah, Camp It also, I think
1: every weekend is themed at Camp It. Yeah. And a lot of these are similar. You've got a, you know, Christmas in July, I think. Yeah. Uh,
0: cowboys, bears, leather. Halloween. Daddy boy, full family uh, family weekend, which I, I have to figure on the family weekend, the shenanigans are probably toned down a little bit. Because well if
1: it is all male, then yeah, how do they you yeah. know, what family is you know, it's like
0: I I, I didn't yeah, I yeah. didn't ask for details about family weekend, so I would yeah, because I wasn't necessarily interested. But I guess it's an older it's an older
1: campground that's been around a while. It's near yes. Stockbridge,
0: I believe. Uh yeah, it's uh basically halfway between Stockbridge and Leslie so it's about 30ish minutes i think from Lansing? uh about 40 but because of the number of back roads you have to take so yeah it's like they and you yeah, they just re, you know rebranding it and cuz i
1: know i think i know someone who actually camped there back when it was a family campground it's like oh interesting yeah um yeah i heard about this last year um i know some people who are regulars like seasonals at camp it mm-hmm. and they're curious because they're like oh if it's really nice it's so much closer yeah. and they spend all the weekends um my feeling is it, it it sounds like it could be more of a draw for people in the Detroit area because it's closer. Yes. But I still think, you know, Camp It's going to be the big magnet for anyone on the west side of the state and also Chicago. Chicago, right. yeah. So, you know, or Traverse City, I I picture um but you know, mid Michigan and definitely eastern Michigan, I think this, you know, this has a real chance oh, yeah. of getting some yeah. crowd. Um being male only and like I think clothing optional yes. will be, you know, I think that will attract a different uh, Class of clientele? Uh, just, like, people who had different expectations of what to expect out of it. It's like, okay, you know, a bit more maybe fun and recreational and that kind of stuff. I mean, Camp It, that's always been part of Camp It, but I also think Camp It really wants to. It gets You get the feeling they'd prefer if that stopped, and they could just be more resorty, you know, without, uh, you know, whole-scale shenanigans. And it's like, you know, it's like... Because, you know, you, I imagine it's safer because, uh, you know, I imagine local authorities and all that kind of stuff oh, yeah. don't worry so much when they don't know that you have fuck trails on your <laughs> thing or, you know. <clears throat> and, um, you know, but, it, yeah, that's it's it's all it depends on what you're ever into. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, price-wise, it's funny. I kind of compared it. Mm-hmm. Um, the annual membership fee is more than Campit's. Uh, 20, t- 25 $25. And I believe camp it for, for is membership. Uh, that's for the annual. Like you pay it once a year, right? And that you're, and then uh, the night ones. Uh, I think they were like fifteen bucks a night for
0: tenting sites. Uh, Ten dollars during the week, twenty dollars uh, per person on the weekend. Oh, because then maybe that's the same as camp it because I
1: yeah. I knew it was a difference of like five bucks. Yeah, unless camp it's twenty five, and or this is I looked on their website, so I, yeah, I well, thought they were fifteen. So if that's Website the Website might have had last year's numbers still. Well, I don't know if they were really open last weekend, uh, last year, because it sounded like yeah. they're open for people to, like, check it out, because I know, like, the RV guys, the seasonals from Campit had been there. Right. But, well, maybe they were. But if that's the case, then, oh, then
0: they're actually more expensive than Campit. Yeah. Uh, seasonal lots for uh, are available. Winter storage for your mm. RV is available as well, um, and... Uh, day and evening passes yeah Yeah, which is unfortunate because it's appealing because it's
1: closer but i thought okay it'll be cheaper than camp it because camp it is going resorty uh because definitely they're going to not have the amenities that camp it has camp it's had years to build up there's a bar i guess there's a lot of stuff going on at camp and also there's a
0: bunkhouse there's cabins. and also
1: you're near sagatuck and the dunes and lots of stuff here you're you're in the yeah there's not much Oh I mean, when I go to camp, I'm there to be there. So I don't, I'm not using it as a staging ground. So that worked for me, but I was hoping that they'd be like, you know, considerably cheaper, at least at the beginning when they don't have as much to offer. But, you know, they might be, it's like, well, they got to be making money to make those changes. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of money at the very beginning and they had to put out. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. But still
0: being closer will save a lot of money. I will, um, I will probably end up getting myself a membership uh, and getting a a little bit of camping gear. And uh, I want to take the last week of June off of work Mm -hmm. um, because we work on a quarterly cycle and the last week of the quarter is such a drag Um, and not in the spangles and high heels kind of way. Yeah. I think I'm just going to, Put in for a week's vacation last week of June, and yeah, I might spend a, a few nights there. I really want to check it
1: out. And yeah. I know a lot of friends who are really curious about it, too, so I think it's a matter of But the friends who are curious about it also are regulars to Campit. And I know one couple, uh, they met at camp It, so camp It has a special place for them, so that's the draw. So, but I, you know, it's
0: we'll, like... We'll see. Yeah. yeah. If you would like more information, uh, they have... Uh, facebook page and they have a website creekridgecampground.com or just google creek ridge uh, campground and that will yep. pop up that's how i found it and it, yeah like i said i'm looking forward to it uh i hate driving <laughs> and so, yes yeah it's yeah that w- that was one of the biggest selling points at the bar was that they are so much oh, closer. Especially for Detroiters, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, for, for Detroiters, you would just take 94 out to Jackson and then go north by 10 minutes and you're there. So, But I'm cool. it's cool to see that they yeah, have put together materials
1: and are getting out there. I'm, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they're at Pride, you know. So they, do. Yeah, they might
0: be. Um, yeah, they had uh, architectural drawings of um, the pool and mm-hmm. the bathhouse that went with the pool and... I, I found it interesting that they did have men's and women's bathrooms and shower rooms. Probably it, by law. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to figure that, you know, even though it is technically, a, you know, boys only, that, you know, they still have to have that to meet code, so, you know. I'm sure that there's laws saying you can't make a bathroom unisex
1: unless it's... There's probably some weird stuff. Uh, uh, There's lots of weird Weird. laws
0: when it comes to sex. As we found out at a
1: bar last night, um, we wanted to buy a bottle of booze and share it. And they're like, you can't. It's like, uh, you can buy a bottle, but you're not allowed to open it here. And we're like, oh, okay. And so I was like, never mind. We'll just get dessert. Oh, we're out of these. It was, was,
0: yeah. It's like, okay, I'll just sit here and drink water. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But uh I do have to say, Halo Saloon, uh during happy hour prices, mm-hmm. I got a a small pitcher of Bud Light draft, which was was a lot of beer for me for two fifty. Oh. So I mean, yeah. Uh yeah, cold cheap booze and hot bartenders. Oh <laughs> they they were some uh one one was a a muscle bear and the other one was a, a nice otter. Uh-huh. And, and of course, they both had their shirts unbuttoned the first few buttons, so you could see the carpet of manliness Ooh. that was hiding down there, and it got busy there. I mean, the the hayloft is it's smaller than uh, the Esquire. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's a, a shorter bar. Um, there's kind of a dance floor that that's really uh, where the people play darts. There's a pool table and then basically just room left then for two tables and another small space, which is where the camp it or not the camp it, uh, um, Creek, Creek Ridge. Ridge campground, uh, set up. And that's also where DVC sets up. But then they also have, um, fenced in, uh, backyard okay. effectively for smokers. Oh. Um, and they've got a barbecue out there and some, um, Picnic tables, so that that adds some real estate to it when the weather. Because I heard of out. it, and I know
1: I had some people I knew who were like big fans of it and going out there all the time because they have a lot of events. I think mm-hmm. and a lot of like theme nights, and you know if you're, yeah, it's much more
0: kind of a leather bear place than like, le- like Esquire and, As- and Daddy. Um, oh, okay. The the <clears throat> the nickname back when I was living in Detroit was the Gray Loft. Mm-hmm. That it is um, the place where. Older men go to meet younger men and occasionally pay younger men for their company. Hmm. Um, But we don't like to talk about that. And vice versa. There's younger men who go to find older men to
1: pay the older men for for
0: their company company as well. Yes. Uh, In a righteous world, that would be going on too. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, each Friday is Dilf Fridays at the Hayloft, according to their ads. And so, um, no, it's a good bar. I'm glad because, yeah, that was one of the bars I went to. Um, back when I was living in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And it's the only one left of all of the bars I went to because the Rainbow Room closed. Um, that was a drag bar. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagle closed. That was the, the main leather bar. The R&R closed. That that was the technically the cowboy bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, another bar called The Other Side. I used to go to it. And and it sounds like R&R closed. has... There's a new version of it that's part
1: of the Menjo's complex, it sounds Yes, like.
0: okay. yes. Um, that uh, Menjo's got a lot of the um, decorations okay. from the R&R. Okay. And, and set up in another part of the Menjo's complex. Okay. So... Um, yeah, so the the R and R still exists as I think as an after hours club okay. now without a liquor license. So but probably it. for shenanigans, yay, yay shenanigans.
1: Um, so uh, it was oh so but let's see uh, event wise there was DBC yes uh, well the second DBC of March second DBC of
0: March because there was not one on April Fool's Day and did you attend I
1: did uh, attend um, I had too many things going on that day and I did those things instead of yes and that was.
0: Yeah, it was actually
1: cool. There's a kink thing to that,
0: which I'll bring up my gossip part. But. Yay! Uh, cool. I'm trying to think now because it's been a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get Sling Bear on a new piece of equipment. Oh, um, uh, new for him or new there? New for him. Okay. Well, or at least new for us. I'm not okay. sure if he's used it before, but it's the first time we've used it together. Okay. Um, and it, uh, is. We used the um massage table with the hooks so mm-hmm. the the Gulliver's table I sure I think I've heard you call it uh the one upstairs, oh okay, yeah, um because we didn't feel like having as much of an audience, and I think the one downstairs was already occupied okay um of course, using that uh the first idea was to do a saran wrap on him, but his arms were having issues, so we wanted to make sure that we would be able to. Get him so that he could flex his elbows mm. uh, quickly if he needed to, uh, so that knocked out the saran wrap. So we figured the table, so we had to go get rope, uh, forgetting that there's always a few uh, a few ropes sitting on the table right outside that oh, room. Yes. So I went down to the basement to try and find it, uh, and found a couple toys um, that I got to use on him. Uh, one, I think its intended purpose. Is to dock puff pastry. Okay. It seemed it was like a big multiple wheels with spikes on them. So okay. about five wheels with spikes that at their smallest point were about a quarter inch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you could just roll that up and down. So it was kind of like a Warburg wheel, but not nearly as pokey. Okay. Um, but you still got that that kind of sensation. Hmm. And then uh, there was a plug-in vibrator that was branded Dr. Scholes. Um, that on one part of it had uh, two rollers on it that were separated by, I want to say, about a half inch. Okay. And the way it was separated and set up, it fit really well on his dick. He really appreciated it um, when I used that on his dick. He's like, Wow, that was neat. What was that? This, this. It's like, ooh, we'll have to try that one again. And then I spent most of the rest of DBC under the rim seat. Okay um, as I am want to do. <laughs> Was it very busy? Uh typical. It, okay. It, not yeah, a, a medium crowd. Okay. Uh there that night. Um got to, s- saw some new faces mm-hmm. um which is always nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, new so, yeah, is uh, nice. Returning is nice. Yes. Especially the new returning. It's like, okay, cool. We,
1: would, we didn't frighten you off.
0: Yes. Well, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's good to have both, I mean, mm-hmm. um, to, to have that good balance.
1: Well, because if you don't get the new faces, you know, it's like any organization. If it's just the same crowd of people, you have attrition. People move. People just get out of the scene or they get busy with other stuff. Or, you know, just, yeah, you know, get too old to really feel like going out for an evening of you know frivolity and your base evaporates basically until you Mm -hmm. got you know know, take take certain church congregations you know it's like you need to get that new blood in there otherwise you basically have you know a few decades before you're gone yeah
0: yeah and i've i've seen churches that that has happened Mm -hmm. to that uh, so it it sounds like it evaporated decent time yeah i I I was
1: sad to miss it but
0: you know it's like okay there's too
1: much going on that weekend
0: yeah um so, yeah, that's, uh, that's my gossip. What has Mine happened was, in your um, world?
1: Like I said, there's been nothing but annoying frustration from people. Like, hey, let's get together. And it's like, sure, let's make time for this. And then they wig out. But um, it was a Wednesday, and someone just like, hey, to me. I'm like, hey. And uh, I'm at work, and I think it was over scruff. And mm-hmm. they sent a couple pictures that were like, that's really nice. Um, <laughs> and it was like, what do you like done? Well, we didn't actually get to like anything sexual at first. It was just like kind of chatting. And I think we talked a couple of things, political things popped up and books and like, it was actual, actual conversation. I was like, Oh, that's good. This person can make complete sentences and carries on. and doesn't get down to, yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what are you up to? Not much. NM. And It's was like, Okay. No, uh, this person was actually full sentences and uh, then uh, it got to the kink stuff and it's like, well, what do you like to have done? And it's like the idea of being bound and having, you know, spanked and having things done to him was Mm -hmm. appealing, especially
0: by older. He's, you know, college age. So it's like. It tends to happen a lot in the Lansing, East Lansing area. Well, it sounds (laughs) like he he might be
1: more switch or dumb, like with guys his own age, but older men, he wants to have things done to him. I was like, oh, And I'm like, okay, well, when? And he's like, well, tonight. I'm like, I'm working and then I have a meeting. Tonight's not good. But I thought, well, the meeting should be done by eight ish and we'll see. And it's like, I thought maybe just arrange a meeting and just. Kind of get the feelers out, mm-hmm. but um, you know, so um, he had to be picked up around campus, so it's like, oh god, that makes you feel old. <laughs> Being on campus is like, wow, all these are all children.
0: Uh, uh, oh, I felt that way driving Uber. <laughs> yeah, because
1: yeah, the uh, thing was, yeah, so um, went back to my place. Thing is, I didn't, I wasn't prepared at all. I didn't even, like had my place picked up because I hadn't been home. Ooh. So I was like, oh, how bad could this be? And turns out it was, like, wasn't horrible, but it's like okay. Uh, well, he isn't here to appraise the, you know, if I have everything picked up. Um, and, yeah, but it was funny because it had to be pretty much improvisational. Like, I don't have a lot in the way of equipment or toys. So um, the thing right I do... in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, well, the thing I do have is I did have my rope. Um, I bought, you know, links of rope to practice on. Uh-huh. And, that, and had found them. They're shoved in a box somewhere. And they came across that looking for other stuff. And when we went to number six, I saw the one rope top putting away his ropes and, you know, that little thing where you kind of knot them into a nice, you know. Yes. um, And it's like, I I saw him do that. I'm like, I need to do that with mine. Tried it and failed completely. I was doing it wrong. It was not doing the thing. But Then I said, wait, I have the Naughty Boys book on my Kindle. and looked at it and was like, oh, that's how you do it. So, did you know. Did again. up all those. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Threw them in a bag. And it's like, well, that's nice. So, I had that sitting around. And it's like, okay, well, that's a good start.
0: <laughs> and,
1: um, you know, it, there's nothing like, you know, taking out that shank of rope and then flicking off the end and it zips. Zing. Yeah, it's like, wow. It's like, I, it's almost like I know something. <laughs> um, the only other thing is I did look up, uh, I think it's called the cat's paw. Um, you kind of take the rope and hold it up and you make an M out of it. Yes. And then you just twist, twist. it, yeah. put it together, and then that makes the cuff and then you tie it off. Mm-hmm. And like I kind of reviewed that at work, it's like okay, that's easy. Um, and pretty much did that. Just bound him face down to the bed, and then found out that um I had a thicker rope that was still in its you know knotted form. That was really effective to just beat someone with. Yes, it, it was is thick and very thuddy, uh-huh. and went to town with that. Um, and then again, yeah, raided the kitchen and found out I had a wooden spoon slash spatula. It's flatter. It's not really a spoon, but it's, and that was really effective. And mm-hmm. um, seemed to enjoy that. And you know, that was pretty much it. It's like it was just kind of fun. Um, I don't know. I haven't heard too much. It's been about week and a half, two weeks, week and a half. Mm-hmm. And but the trouble is, I've I've, been, I've had issues with my email, so I really haven't seen my email for like the last two weeks. Ooh. And well. And also, the longer I wait, the more I'm sure I'll have. And it's like, I'm not ready to call email bankruptcy yet, where you're just like, okay, I'm just not going to look at those. I've never been there. But it's like, I'm needing to go and go through old messages because there's important stuff. And so we'll see. Um, Like like I said, uh, one of his uh, limits was uh, no unauthorized pictures. So I did ask him, it's like, so there are authorized pictures, huh? And he was like, yeah, it's like, you know, as long as there's no, you know, my face isn't in, you know, it's not obviously. I was like, okay. And then it's like, kind of came up. It's like, you know, will you take some pictures and send them to me? I'm like, sure. Mm -hmm. So I sent him a few to test to make sure it worked because I had to do it for my phone and that's just technology that befuddles me. (laughs) So, so in theory he got the pictures and then if, like I said, but I hadn't heard a response. So I'm like, Okay, but I haven't checked my email or spam folders. Who knows? That's something I'm going to do this evening and just open it up and see what kind of mess that is. Um, But, uh, no, it was interesting and fun. It'd be cool if it goes on to something else because, uh, you know, at least repeat performances because he sounded interesting and he's a reader. We read different things, but that's okay. (laughs) The stuff he reads I can respect. Uh, I would not mind reading myself. It's just not the thing I tend to read. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm always disappointed. Oh, I love reading. And then who do you read? And it's just a bunch of trash.
0: Well, Twilight, Fifty well, Shades of Grey, My Little Pony uh, slash fic. Uh, that third I'd be quite fine with. <laughs> I'm fine with fan fanfic. I
1: think that's, it's a, a noble kind of fun thing. Um, But no, uh, just, you know, authors, I'm like, okay, that's, you know, reading, but.
0: But and then, of course, rice. the stuff
1: I read is complete, you know, trash. I want someone to like the same trash I do. I think, and so when you someone else and who's that's like, all
0: anybody wants. I want somebody who who yeah. likes the same awful things I do. Yes. Um. So yeah, it was that
1: was a nice bit of gossip that happened. Uh, the only other thing was uh, what kept me from DBC was uh, I have friends who have an annual party that's always last Saturday of March. Mm-hmm. They throw it, and uh, even though the host lives in Lansing. All these people come from all the other cities because that's where they have their friends. Uh, their interests take them to Detroit, Grand Rapids, Chicago. So people from all those areas were at the party. Cool. But it's also aging, so it does not. It's not the till four a.m. you
0: know raging
1: kegger that it used to be. Well, it's never a kegger. They don't like beer. Um, there, it's all hard alcohol because you know they make god awful tons of money. So beer is definitely blue collar, and this is not blue collar. Book. These are all doctors and engineers, and mostly what they talk about is all the money they're putting into their houses and all the cars they own and the Rolls and the Bentleys and that kind of stuff.
0: And how much the alternative minimum tax sucks. Oh, no. All tax sucks.
1: Uh, you get a lot of that. They There's a lot of people who just hate the government completely because it takes any of their money away. God damn it. You know I'm earning half a million a year, and if you're going to take any of that money away, well, I should just not work then. It's like,
0: okay. Yeah. I, I ran across... Uh, on one of my groups, um, a couple in New York who were making $750,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And after all the expenses, they ended up with $7,500 at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, A, I'd like to have any money left over at the end of the year. And that included uh, fully funding their 401ks. Mm-hmm. Uh a BMW and a Land Rover in New York City, and mortgage, property tax, insurance on a million and a half dollar home, and they were claiming they were poor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I, I'd like to be that poor. It's, it's,
1: it's. I think it's. There's studies that show well off is twice what you're making, no matter what you're making. You're not well off. You see, well off or doing well is twice. So if you're earning twenty thousand a year, forty thousand, you'd be well off. You're earning forty, it's eighty. Um, if you're earning two million, it's four million. Um, because yeah, they've talked to people who have six-figure salaries and more, and they no one ever sees themselves as being well off because you know it's true. It's like the more money you have, the more you spend because you have yeah insane house. You have you have, and then the status of you have to keep it up. You're not allowed to drive a jalopy when you're.
0: You know. You're in New York City. You're in Manhattan. You don't need a car. Yes, you do. For the status. You don't... You have to show... An SUV... Okay, the Beamer I could understand for status. But a Land Rover? Because if you don't, then those in
1: your circle look down on you as being, oh, you're not a real adult. I mean, we do it... I mean, here in Lansing, it's like... You know, people ask, oh, what, you know, what do you do for a living? Because we're all kind of wanting that cue. Are you a real person? Do you actually have a job that we can respect? And, you know, someone says, oh, I work at such and such, you know. And they usually feel bad about it because, yeah, they've probably been given shit about the fact that they may work in retail or fast food or that. And it's like, and, you know, in the back of our minds, we do kind of size ourselves up. It's like, well, at least I've got a real job. And it's, it's bullshit, but it's how we're conditioned by society. We have to be in competition. And anyways, um, so, uh, that aside, Back to the party. <laughs> anyways, like I said, they like their money. I'm a raving socialist. We don't talk politics. <laughs> even, the, even the most lefty among them was still like, well, all these poor people just need to, you know, buck up. I'm like, no.
0: Coming from somebody who hasn't been poor in the last three generations.
1: Um, no, this person, you know, is doing okay. He's not super, super rich. But, you know, he's like, you know, he, he rents out properties and the people he rents out to aren't as well off and he's seeing it as like well it's just that they're lazy and it's like no when you're poor you're stuck being poor it's the way the system works and i'm telling him that and he's like really this is how you know it's like dude you're working you know minimum job and then suddenly you have a toothache you can't do anything about it because if you take any time off and then suddenly your teeth rot out you know if you take any time off you lose your job You know, so if you deal with that toothache and you might not have dental, you know, what you're you're worried about it, and suddenly it goes away and you're like happy, and then your teeth all rot out and suddenly, you know, you don't have any way to replace them, and people aren't going to hire someone who's all toothless because it looks odd, and you're like, oh, that's a poor person. It's a self. Anyways, what I was telling him is like, no, it self perpetuates. These people are working hard, but we take so much stuff for granted when you are middle or upper. Yeah, and and he was like acting like this is all new to him, and it's like. It just might be, because, you know, in his mind, it's like, you're just being lazy. Anyways, okay, socialism, that's it. Right. End of rant. Party was fun, um, but some of the people there are kinky, which is fun, because the other people who aren't are just like, oh, my God, they're talking about stuff in the kitchen. It's like, <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. Um, but they are try it. on the board uh, for Inferno. Oh, so so really kinky people. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, they're from Chicago, and I, you know, and... um They'd invite me to Inferno years ago, and it was a summer I just had no extra funds or anything. So, didn't do it. <laughs> and Anyways, right. um, so, uh, yeah, so I mentioned, it's like, oh, I would like to do So, I guess in theory I'll be on the, the guest list or, you know, get out the invite. So, it's like, that'd be interesting. But, again, I don't know if this summer is a good summer for me to yeah. throw together the however much it is. It's, Inferno sounds interesting. It's a... Uh, it's at the Dunes, and mm-hmm. it's, basically there's two sessions of it, yes. um, and it's closed campus, so once you're there, you're there. Yes. They, they don't let you out. You can't go out for meals. They provide food and booze, and everything is paid for by your membership or what you paid. Lodging, food, and booze, and then stuff happens. It's yes, like, cool. and one
0: one has to apply mm-hmm to go mm-hmm. to Inferno. Um, yeah, because it, it is the official run of the Chicago Hellfire Club. Okay. Um, I did get... Last year, I was able to uh, finagle um, an application mm-hmm. uh, to possibly go to uh, Inferno. But, yeah, last year, um, you know, I, I finagled it before I had to start paying for full health insurance mm-hmm. Uh, and then after I started paying for full health insurance, I ran the numbers, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be able to afford that. I'm not going to be able to afford much. So,
1: so yeah, um, so that's, you know, it's, it's a ways. I think you said half has to be put up when you apply, which I yes. think is in May. So, yes. you know, that's still a month away. Uh, I don't know if I'll be able to pull it off this year, but at least I, I know the people who are involved, and it's like, okay. Um, And the other nice thing was one of them um, – didn't realize that I—I uh, I don't know if it was a triad, There are three guys, mm-hmm. but um, d- I definitely know two are a couple. But the other one was talking about. We were talking about. I can't remember. Nerd stuff came up, and it's like, oh, the guy—you know—the guy who runs our D and D game is in Garycon this weekend. So that kept me at the party an extra hour and a half as I <laughs> chatted with him about gaming. And it's like, oh, I really wanted to leave earlier because I have things to do tomorrow morning, but this is worth it. Um, so, yeah, that was um, the gossip. Uh, I had a fun session with someone, um, which was, like, kind of improv. <laughs> it's like, um, I don't have anything. Oh, well, the other sad thing was, um, you yeah, I don't have a lot of, in the way of toys. I mm. asked him what he had, and this tells you how evil and bad of a dom I am. Um, he's like, oh, I got, you know, he goes, he mentioned butt plug. I'm like, oh, cool. We'll be wearing it when we meet. Cause it, <laughs> it seemed like a dommy thing to say. It's like, hey, when, you, when we meet... You're going to be wearing that, and I'm going to check it out while we're you know, meeting in a semi public place. And um, what I didn't realize is that it wasn't the butt plug I was pushing was a silicone butt plug. No, this was the Aneros, the prostate stimulator. Oh, hard plastic, boy. not comfortable. And no. he was riding his bike to get there. Oh, so I was like, afterwards, I'm like, oh, oh I feel really I'm, bad. I'm about sorry. This.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So right. well,
0: I mean that that's a communication show because I wouldn't call an Eneros a butt plug. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, it if, if i if w- and yeah, if the, the Dom had said that, I would have said, Yeah, but it's this and mm-hmm. I have to bicycle in I mean I will, but <laughs> yeah, hard plastic and it has the fringe on the side. I was picturing, yeah,
1: the silicon just plug with a the, the base that, you know, compared mm-hmm. to an is kind of comfortable.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean the the aneros is intense, and yeah. and yeah, no, I I I wouldn't want to be wearing that mm-hmm. uh, outside of a scene or yeah when I'm not yeah. So so yeah so yeah especially I, on a bicycle. Oh my god! He said he pedaled standing up, pretty much getting there, and abandoned <laughs> the bike about halfway to. So it's like okay, all right. just wanted to pause you for the cough. Is all. Oh, I'm no. pausing because I'm waiting for you to speak. Oh, because oh. I'm done with you're, my. You're part. all right. I'm done. Yeah. Well, got all of that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I want to talk about, uh, in the expert portion of the show. All right, sure. we, we got about uh, 22 minutes or so. It's something that happened on Facebook recently on Friday. Uh, one of the guys that I am only Facebook friends with and connected through a bunch of mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so a friend of friends. Fri- fri- friend, a friend of friend who I'll probably never see in the flesh unless we happen to be at... Um, certain cl- events. Or yeah, certain cities, yeah you know? like at Claw or something mm-hmm. together. Of course, I'm not going to Claw this year, but anyway. Um, no, he posted um, a status update that was a photograph of his HIV test um, showing that he tested positive that day and um, hashtagged it with know your status mm-hmm. um, and said that, uh, yeah, he's going to, on Monday, get his viral load and uh, phenotype, genotype, one of those mm-hmm. um, checked, I think genotype, uh, to, d- to determine the appropriate uh, course of treatment. No, was was this a home test? Or? No, th- this was not a, a home test, or it, and it wasn't the or Okay,
1: it
0: was no. You saw the the drop of blood, and you saw the two lines, mm-hmm. um, and I, you know, I was trying to process it, and I mean, the, the reaction I had was, dude, that sucks, mm-hmm. and um, several people, some people responded, not. Being able to understand that it was a positive test, even though he said, you know, viral load and genotype. It's like it's confusing. I, it's yeah. like, yeah, usually positive means good news. Negative is bad. Right. But when and, you're talking about, yeah, that, it's yeah and, and other people, <clears throat> uh, someone else saying, oh, you, you should get a second opinion. You should have another test. And I'm like, there's it, the if, if it that, was at home or if it was
1: or quick, I'm like, yeah. But, well, there's uh, the possibility yeah. of false positive. But, yeah, I don't know what yeah level... You know, there's the orcher, there's, you know, blood, but then there's also, yeah, it's like there's.
0: Well, yeah. then, you know, he kind of is going for a second opinion because yep. the next test is the viral load. Yep. So, I mean, if the viral load comes back undetectable without treatment, we'd be like, huh, okay, let's, let's do some more digging. Some, some, something's not right here. So, um, but, but, yeah, it, I found it interesting that A, you know, millennials these days, you know that they would post something like that on Facebook, um, in public, and yeah, just. Well, okay. how, how does how does one react? I mean, it, it's no
1: well, you yeah. react like any bad news. You just you you know, well, empathize sympathize with the person. It's like you know, they're obviously putting out there to let be known. Um, so you know, to deal with the the you know they're stepping forward. So it's not as shameful that other people will realize, Hey, this still does happen. Don't, you know, don't be me. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. you can still, you can still, you know, people are still catching this. Um, there's, you know, there's prep, there's, you know, decades of condom use. There's, you know, we've been you know hearing about safer practices forever, but it's still possible. And I think that's, you know, and they're just, I think being vocal. you know, I imagine each person has their own, uh, um uh, what uh the word for it I'm losing the word um their own reaction nope, uh not agenda um something along those lines it's a word like uh whatever is prompting them to do that, they have their own for it uh it might be you know this is just personal and they're like, okay, I need to help other save others, or uh I'm not gonna be in the closet about this. You know, that's, you know, zero status is another thing that a lot of people are in the closet about and don't want to share for, you know, it's like, but why don't you want to share it? Well, it's bad. You know, that's the part of the shaming. Right. And they aren't going to have any personal shaming of letting, uh, you know, it's like, no, I'm not going to be quiet about this. Because, like, I'm not going to be in the closet about being gay. Why? Because there's nothing wrong with being gay. I'm not going to be in the closet about being this. Why? Because this does not make me a bad person. You know, unlike with all the profiles that say, you know, that you are now dirty because, you know, oh, I want drug and disease-free, oh, oh. clean only. Yeah. Oh. Um. So I think this was their way of combating that. It's like, this is a horrible thing. But here's how I'm going to make – and the same thing. Um, I know, Like I said, I know someone who had that Uh. – we're talking about safety. He hooked up with the wrong guys on Craigslist and got, you know, beaten up and robbed for it. Right. He, and he was like, I'm – but that – they were – he went very public and said, you know – went on facebook and said hey this is what happened these are the guys and i'm you know uh you know they're, they're i'm going to uh be a witness for the prosecution right now and and it was like i'm not going to hide this thing because this is how they preyed on others by us keeping quiet
0: and and, so, and please be
1: careful when you use craigslist for a hookup um no i think i think it's just a reality it's like because yeah. you know you say be careful well what level of careful can you be I mean, I mean, which, that's which
0: we talked about last yeah. week, and, and that's and why there's no
1: such thing as safe sex. It's only safer. Yeah. So yeah, um, you you be safer. But um, so I guess what is your? I guess what's the what is the topic that you know this person I, shared? But are you having a hard time
0: why they would be so sharing? Uh, well, or, I, it, it was something. I'm, you know, a know your status is important. I want to to bring that part mm-hmm. up, and and the fact that yes, yeah, it's not over. You still can. You know, it's, right? It's very a very real thing that's going to have real consequences. But yeah, and i I read somewhere on the internet that um, the median age uh, right now of a person infected with HIV hmm. is like fifty
1: two.
0: Hmm. Um, that yeah, fewer young people are getting it, um, but not. Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, those who have it, you know, since protease inhibitors came on the market are living a lot longer. Um, and that article was written from the point of view of we are not doing enough to help these long term mm-hmm. uh, survivors who have basically lost everybody that they knew um, and, you know, have withdrawn. And, you know, and, you know, when they turn. 65 you know they've been living on long-term disability long-term disability ends at 65 and end up getting social security which yeah they haven't really been paying into for a long time and And so they're not when they (laughs) got their
1: their diagnosis uh they might have been thinking okay i have a limited amount of time oh yeah yeah they 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 cashed out their life insurance they stopped saving for Mm -hmm. retirement because they weren't planning on you retiring it's like okay yeah. Make the best of the years I have, but then you realize I have many, which, you know, even people who aren't infected are still running into because it's like, oh, retirement. It's like people are living longer. So, yes. so realizing I have to make that nest a, you know, what I've saved for retirement last uh least, maybe two, three decades as opposed to 10 years. You know, mm-hmm. if the average age of death was, you know, 74, 75 once upon a time, yeah, you retire at 65. You, you have a decade make the best of it yeah. nowadays it's like oh
0: yeah my, my parents have been you know they've gotten good financial advice and their money will run out when my mother turns 115 which means my you know so you know, which so it means 116 it's, I guess she's moving in with you I guess or or something
1: um but but yeah, I mean, it does. You know, like yeah. I said, it still happens. That's the thing I think we have to keep in mind. There, you know, still people getting infected, and, uh, you know, I, you know, I guess what, you know, you kind of wonder also the situation. Um, were they on prep? You know, was the condom usage? You know, what, what, you know, that was always the curiosity for me, which is probing. But I'm kind of curious about, okay, then what happened? Uh, was there some oops incidents, or you got lax with safer methods? or you know what you know we're yeah what what led to getting infected um, more of curiosity of like okay i'm just kind of wondering how yeah no it I, I
0: didn't i didn't want to go down that cuz there's road. a lot of shaming yeah you're like oh yeah. well
1: how'd you bring this on yourself yeah, exactly cool exactly like
0: that. yeah that or that you know oh well
1: you know yeah i was going to back rooms and having lots of fun and and uh, wasn't taking the prep as i should or like, yeah, if, and then you, you know, I think some people are like feeling like, okay, you're looking for a way to blame me for this. And it's like, no, for myself, it's more a curiosity as to like, mm-hmm. we've grown up in a generation that has had safer sex. We've, you know, our entire sexual lives have been during times when we're being told what is safer or not. And, you know, it's like, is it just, you know, a few slip ups or is it just kind of this? I knew one guy who, um, was dating, you know, a very aggressive, you know, top who was positive. Uh, they weren't doing protection because in his mind it's like, well, I've heard that's much harder to catch than, you know, they let on. I don't know who the they are. But, uh, and as subsequently now he's, you know, he's infected. And I think has infected a couple others. Because there's some things, interesting things going on there. I'm like, oh dear. Um, you know, in that case it was just like, you know, you hear a news story where, yeah, it does actually sometimes take repeated uh, exposures for the infection to take. So you're thinking, oh, well, it's, it's much harder to catch. But it's like when you're very active, you're going to have a lot of exposures.
0: Yeah, no. And, uh, yeah, and you know, it might have been that, you know, he was looking to, you know, be safer mm-hmm. and you know that test might have been part of the process of him intending to go on mm-hmm. prep because that's one of oh. the steps you you have to you have they, which, they, which so sucks because
1: yeah. you know yeah you're taking a test to check your status so you can be on prep to have them you know a safe you know a safer sex and also you know in some respects you know. A lot of people take PrEP so they can do away with condoms. Right. And it's like, you know, you know, in many people's view, funner sex or more bonding sex. And then to get that sentence is it, like, oh, great. No, that's not an option. Right. And now
0: all sex needs to be safe and right. protected. Well, I mean, no. And really, you know, I play with positive men the same way mm-hmm. I play with negative men because most people, you know, those who are most likely to transmit HIV don't know that they have it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, if you're, you know, that the odds of being infected by somebody who has an undetectable viral load are vanishingly small. Mm. Um, so, you know, play, play safer, be aware of your risks. Um, I say, uh, well, I can just say gr- grumpy old men here who remember the bad old days.
1: <laughs> I was never really I mean, that happened in other cities away from me. I mean I remember but there's was always distance. I know people who've died of it, but I did not have anything like people who, you know, were in those areas having everyone, you know you know, weekly funerals and memorials. No. I missed that myself. Um the uh you know, thankfully, but uh the, uh, but I think you know, also him being public about it was and yes. important. Yep, it was a thing of you know it's like yeah you know, I think it is a matter of like okay I'm going to claim this and you know like any other issue that comes up in life you know if you keep it secret then it's like well why it's like usually a shame because you feel something wrong and this is a way of saying okay this is just something that happened. I mean would you keep secret you know and we get that a lot with mental health issues. Yeah, I mean. You know, people will talk about their cancers and diabetes or things like that, or like, oh, I have a heart attack. I had a heart attack. I think people tend to be very vocal about that because we see that as just something, some bad luck that happened to you. But oh my god, um, you know, STIs or mental health. Oh, you brought that on yourself. You know, that's the opinion society has. So people are quiet about, oh well, uh, you know, so and so is schizophrenic. Well, you know,
0: they obviously did something wrong. It's like whatever. All right, moving on to a happier topic mm-hmm. crafting, knitting, crochet. Done none. None for you? Nope. Um, the only
1: thing I've done is um, I finished that little cut out of the spelljammer and we used it Friday night and people were like, suitable, like, impressed. It's like, oh, cool. That's really cool. And it was useful. And uh, I feel sorry for the Game Master because they had this big. Thing that was going to happen, and once we actually saw the layout of the ship, it was like, I was Oh, like, so we're oh. being attacked by a swarm of things. Hey, one wall of force pretty much seals the ship. <laughs> and the game is oh, like, well, well, you see a few things splat on it, and then they leave you alone after a while. And it's like, Okay, so you can see he was a little deflated. It's oh. like, Yeah, you got away from it, but so that. You, you destroyed my encounter, yeah. Uh. But, um, otherwise, um, yeah, the next day, maybe try and make it 3D. That's that's to actually figure out a way to set the decks up so you could do that. That would be you know that'll be we'll see if I have the ambition
0: for that. and i I still need to sit you down and teach you how to do mm-hmm. the Amagarami and yes, um, yeah, it, it, it's really easy to start, and then it, it's just the trick of doing two crochets into one loop to do an increase every yep. so often and to make sure to stagger your increases, because otherwise you'll end up with a hexagon instead of a circle. Okay. So, um, uh, I guess, uh, how about you, craft-wise? Uh, uh, more slow progress on the MSU scarf, but mm-hmm. really, most of my creative energy has gone into the fact that I am now GMing an Apocalypse World campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been playing in one online. Um, the GM... Ended up being away from keyboard for two weeks, and I said, I'm out. Um, but one of the other players said, hey, I'm trying to get another game going. We need a, a GM. And I'm like, "I'll GM. I've done it before, not with this system. So. Yeah, it's it's all those... Yeah, the whole line of
1: games, it's something I still have to wrap my head around because it's a very different style of game. It,
0: it, it is very much... Improv, it, it is very much group storytelling. It's mm-hmm. round the table, yes, ending and the coming last up with says. ideas when someone fails. You don't
1: just fail and fail. You have to move the for you know you it, fail you, forward. you fail forward. Yeah, the story goes on through the failures, and you have to kind of figure out how to work that. I think once you have it under your belt, it lends you know well to lots of other styles, but
0: yeah. So and other uh,
1: gaming situations.
0: Yeah, so that has oh,
1: taken, which did lead to um. A couple of beautiful, um, well, April 1st happened on Friday. Mm-hmm. And a couple of podcasts I listen to regularly dropped episodes, and they were April Fool's jokes. Of course. And it was the way of doing it right and wrong. One of them had a whole hour and a half long spoof of a podcast. And you didn't realize, like, oh, I know they do, little, you know, skits and things at the beginning of their episodes. So, and then after about half an hour, I realized, no, oh, I get it. This is the whole thing's going to be yeah. them doing this spoof. And it's was like okay i i sped it up to like two and a half times the speed i'm like that's still 40 minutes of my life i've lost it was amusing but not that amusing the better one was discern realities which is a dungeon world podcast i love that they dropped the episode um it was a different uh thing and what they were doing was uh yes this is skill check our pathfinder podcast (laughs) and i'm like oh that's interesting because you know they they're nice about not Shitting on other people's fun and systems, mm. but they are not Pathfinder people. It's a very different system. And so I'm like, okay. And I realized, oh, one minute long, this is just an April Fool's joke. It was perfect because they're like, well, the way we do the show is we roll a d20 and we consult a table to see what topic we have. You hear a roll and then the silence, I'm like, oh, a one. That's critical failure. I guess the podcast's over. Okay, and they play their outro music, and they actually sounded sad, like they just like the podcast <laughs> is over, like the whole series. And It's like thank you to the first and last episode of Scale Check, because and I thought that was brilliant because they played it up like it was real, and uh, it also shows off one of the uh, bad things about those systems: you roll poorly, it ends the story. Yes, you know the the, the some the story people see that dice dependent stuff really gets in the way, and I think that showed it off amusingly, and it was one minute long, so it was like, thank you for doing an April Fool's joke the right way. Um, so yeah, so he's talking about, you know, systems, it's like,
0: oh, I just listened to that today, and, and laughed out loud when I heard it. Uh, April Fool's joke that got everybody was George Takei saying that he... Is running for Congress. Oh, yeah, no, it, that was an April Fool's joke. But, Sadness, you know, a, a believable one. A because you know he's been mm-hmm. very politically active yes. recently. But also, I mean, he, he wasn't he on the L.A. City Council. He, he's been politically active. Yeah, for, he's for done many, many, a lot many with, years. with light rail. I know that's a fascination yeah. for
1: him, and he's been doing a lot. And he found out that you know, basically going around giving out signed autographs is a great way to get into people's offices and get get audiences with people. When you have that celebrity. In your, you know, you, you, you're part of a cultural touchstone like that show, Star Trek. Yeah, it gets you into a lot of offices that you know Joe Schmo couldn't get into, and he used it, you know, to talk about topics. So I was like, bless you, sir. Yeah,
0: An- uh, another. No, I miss. I did not see that one at all. I'm, I'm glad because I've just been sad. Yeah, and then yeah, he, he tweeted out in the morning, and then at the end of the day, just him smiling in a whiteboard that said. Gotcha. No. Uh, a, a, another April Fool's joke that ran across uh, idea channel where uh, it's from PBS Studios. Mm-hmm. They talk about different pop, pop culture things in depth. And the one, the the topic for this one was Are ideas a finite resource? Mm-hmm. And it was just the host staring at the camera uncomfortably for five minutes because he was out of ideas. Oh, God. It, it, it would. I found it incredibly painful to watch. I couldn't make it through the full five minutes, but I. It, no, that that's yeah. Okay. So, all right. Uh, upcoming events. First uh, Friday is this fir- coming Friday, is, is April seventh. Uh, Esquire at Esquire, April fifteenth, um, Holy Saturday at Menjo's is a rubber party. Um, so come on out. Uh, to that and then yeah last weekend in april is the opening of creek ridge campground. And then um
1: also uh next first friday after this one may 5th mm-hmm. I think um there's some talk about actually trying to do a puppy mosh pit at the first friday. Yes. Um there's some idea of doing it this coming first friday and I talked to the person planning to organize it and said I don't think unless you actually know commitments of a bunch of guys who will come for it I think what you're going to have are three people on the mats, five people watching, and the rest of the bar are like, "What? Like, under- what? What is this? Yeah, oh, not understanding." So we thought, you know, make a Facebook event, invite people, give them warning more than a week's worth, so that we can make this a thing. So he's going to talk to the bar first of all to make sure it's okay. Uh, yes, uh, and that they don't have karaoke or a dj, DJ. um yeah. and so uh, that's because he has mats and he wants to try and do it and i said and get people i mean i think we've had you know on and off many people show up but they know there's an actual event event it, especially we put it out there on facebook and make a group and invite people then you can at least see it. it's like oh we have 20 people definitely coming to do this cool we can be a, a real presence at the bar so i think we kind of talked him into pushing it to May.
0: Okay. Uh, so in we'll, theory, uh,
1: yeah. we'll see if it, we get down to it. Again, there's lots of moving parts to this one, and
0: right. H- f- first, first part is you know what what is the bar having happen on, on that? But no, I I think yeah, I would love to have a mash. Um, there, even a smaller one, um, show more people what PUB mm-hmm. is all about. Again, um, get it out there. It's like yeah, because I know a lot of
1: people are just like, oh, that's it's weird, and it's like. So well, yes, of course it's weird. That's the point. But it's like, you know, they they just have never seen it, and they think stuff, and when they see it, it's like, oh, okay, it's just another thing. And some people might see it, it's like, oh,
0: hey, hey, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah the, the steps are, wow, that's some really freaky stuff. Shoot, I'm into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you don't see it, you, you'll never know if you're into it or not. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone and please leave a rating and review on iTunes. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. We are your hosts, Sarah King and Lance and Mike. wishing you peace, love and perversion. Good night. Good night.